Hey, 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 fellas, we're back at it again. We're here, you're here, I'm here, we're all here today. That's a voice, I uh, I was doing the sound check, and for whatever reason, I gravitated to a voice like this, and I think it's a, uh, sounds like a classic radio man. Uh, as I've talked about, I've been doing a lot of voiceover stuff, and that just feels right. Like, I listen to a lot of, because a lot of the places I do auditions, you can hear the other people's auditions, which sometimes it's very funny. One of them, there was a, what was it? It paid like a grand per finished hour, which is a lot of money for uh, let me take a drink here. That's everybody's favorite part of the show is when I take a drink here. But anyway, listen to the other stuff, other people's auditions. One of them was for an anime video game and it had all of the auditions right there. And you can tell some people are, are just starting out, which... Sorry, I'm bumping stuff. I can't hear my voice enough in the uh, the old monitors here. But I'm just starting out as well. I'm not just starting out in like recording myself. So at this point, I can make myself sound good enough to where I have recorded things for people. And I'm not trying to toot my own horn here, as they might say in the 1960s, but there are some people that are... It sounds like taking a laptop microphone underwater and then screaming at it from a mile away and then submitting that as an audition. But yeah, it was very fun to listen to those. I didn't end up auditioning for any of the parts. It was like a Norwegian mechanic was one of the people in the game. I should have done it, though. I'm going to start doing that. Just audition for everything. You know how you get better experience than that, than just auditioning for everything you see. Sorry about that, fellas. That was another uh, of everyone's favorite moments where I take a drink. Anyway, uh, what happened? What am I here to say? What a wonderful time of day to learn to laugh and play and get along with each other. Hey, I'm back at it again with the uh, cartoon theme songs. That's not what we're talking about today, but I'll talk about that every day of the week. What was There was one that came up the other day that I was like, ooh. Oh, man, I was saying that uh, I'm pretty confident in my ability to voice Baloo from Tailspin. If Disney wants to do a Tailspin reboot for Disney+, Plus, actually, they might have already done that. I'm going to look. Tailspin reboot. Because reboot TV series originally aired in 19 will also feature new episodes. When did this happen? I'm pretty confident that I could voice Baloo. Oh, man, I don't like the new art style of this. Anyway, main guy, Baloo, yes. I feel like I could. If I practiced enough, I feel like I could do the voice of Baloo. Listen to the Tailspin theme song if you have not already. It is very good. But that's a, that's a role I was born to play. Uh, Disney, my phone number. I won't even give it to you, Disney. Sorry. I don't trust you. I don't trust you with it. Cartoon theme songs, Tailspin theme song, Darkwing Duck. What was the, the, oh, back in the lab again with Dexter's Lab? It's not the theme song, but Prince Paul, the guy who produced De La Soul, made a song for Dexter's Lab. He also did Handsome Boy Modeling School, a bunch of other stuff. Prince Paul, great guy. Fantastic musician, individual producer, whatever. But he did a song for Dexter's Lab, man. What are we doing nowadays? We're, we're letting the kids down. We're letting them listen to the Wiggles or whatever we got. I'm not, not to knock the wiggles. My intention is never to put anyone down. 
My intention is to lift others up. Uh, so, in that vein, Alexis and I over the weekend went to the Utah Arts Festival. Which, sorry fellas, I'm real thirsty. I'm taking a lot of drinks over here. I'm getting drunk on that sweet, sweet water. We went to the Utah Arts Festival. There was art everywhere. Lots of fun. We had a good time. There were bunches of stages. They were doing live music. Let me tell you, let me paint the scene for you. We're walking around. We've been there about two hours. We're having a great time. We ate some pizza. Lucky Slice has a food truck. They're a place up in Logan, Utah. If you ever make your way up there, Lucky Slice Pizza. Oh, boy, it's good. They had a truck. We ate some pizza. We're walking around. We're, we're just enjoying ourselves. It's a little warm. They have free water, which is great. Have free water. That's a good thing to do. And I hear in the distance, maybe, I don't know how far. I'm not a good judge of how far away things are, but I hear not super far away. I hear some saxophone with some background music going on. People are playing music. There's a saxophone going. This guy's just ripping it up. And I was like, oh, let's go check that out. You know, I'm always in for some live saxophone as a, as a wind player myself in a previous life. So we go over there. We're walking. We get closer. I, I start to hear the faint sounds of a trumpet. And I'm like, oh, okay, so they must have a horn section in this group. Not uncommon nowadays. A lot of bands have horn sections. As we approach, I hear the op offbeat guitar. I hear, what is it on the down, the upbeat? Not upbeat. I'm off now, man. Offbeat. The second and fourth beats. Whatever it is, we'll get there. You'll understand what I'm saying in a second. Start hearing the guitar going. I'm like, hmm, hmm. I'm, I'm interested. I'm increasingly interested as we hear the song progress and develop. Then we round the corner where we can see the stage. I see the band's logo, which is a big sign that uh, the background of their logo was black and white checkers. My, my interest is peaked. I see 10 guys on stage all wearing fedoras. If you don't know, uh, at this moment when I, I noticed all of the men in their hats, the uh, fedora is going on. My heart exploded out of my chest. I was excited. One man in a fedora is a problem. Two men in a fedora is also a problem. Fedoras are, are out. There's one exception. Uh, five to ten guys in fedoras is known as a ska band. And uh, those boys, I was surprised. I was, uh, I was shocked. Rarely do you ever find ska in the wild. And so your boy was living. I was thriving for the 20 or so minutes that they continued to perform. What a ride. What, if you haven't seen live ska, go see it. I know, sorry for everybody who's asked if I'm going to Streetlight Manifesto this week. I'm otherwise occupied. I apologize. And I apologize to myself. But... I'm making peace with it. I've seen them like 10 times already, so I don't need to go again as much as I do want to. And I've also talked about concerts. Now, here's the thing. Seeing a band outside, that was fun. We, we stumbled upon them. That was a great moment. It wasn't too loud. It was, uh, it was great. I wasn't uncomfortable. Not that I'm uncomfortable all the time at other concerts, but I actually, I'll be honest, I am. It gets a little loud. I get, uh, I, depending on the show, I get all hyped up. But Streetlight Manifesto, that's not a concert you go to and you casually listen to it. That's a concert you go to and you're crowd surfing, you're bouncing around, you're going crazy, everybody's yelling. It's also a very loud experience. 
and I'm starting to worry about my hearing a little bit. So I'm glad that I have had the opportunity to see Streetlight Manifesto uh, probably about 10 times in the last, <laughs> oh, excuse me, how rude, uh, about 10 times in the last decade. But uh, I, uh, I'm i glad, I'll see him again if I'm available and they're, they're around. What I really enjoyed was their singer does acoustic stuff. Look up Tokay, T-O-H-K-A-Y. The man can play the guitar. He's got some good stuff. I saw him twice do his acoustic set. Beautiful. That's the kind of stuff I'm into nowadays. I do love a good old go crazy like the time I talked about going to see Naked Giants with Clark. Naked Giants are some classic Tony Hawk's Pro Skater soundtrack sound and music. But it just, I feel like I have run a marathon at the end of those concerts. And then I wake up the next morning feeling as if I've been uh, some sort of alcoholic. I feel like I, uh, not that I go to those shows and drink beer or anything, but it's like, I feel like I did drink beer. I feel like I drank 10 years worth of beer in one night. I guess, also, I don't know what that feels like. I've never had a hangover. So, <laughs> I, I imagine it feels like you got hit by a bus, you roll out of bed, you lay on the ground and go, eh, for a while. So, uh. Yeah, that's, uh, I don't know, man. I'm just not as into that anymore. If I can go to a show and it's just a nice, like the acoustic set that old Tom Kalnoki does. Wow. It's nice. It's a nice experience. I was eating the snacks. You're sitting down. I'm an old man now. The more I get older, the more I realize uh, turning, but uh, when I, like, I feel like it was turning 27 to 28. That was not one year of aging. Going from 27 to 28 was 45 years of aging, all in one shot. I am now old. I now look at children and shake my fist at them as they walk by. I say, you kids, get off my lawn. No kids have been on my lawn yet. I don't think I'd yell at them either. My neighbors, uh, the, the young neighbor kids are very nice. They're, they're good guys. They come to our house all the time and say, our ball's in the backyard. We, th we threw it over the fence on accident. And then we say, hey, sorry about that, fellas. Oh, we don't apologize. They apologize to us and say, hey, can you chuck that ball back over here? And then we do, and then they're like, thanks, fellas. Oh, they, I felt like the coolest man on earth. I still don't feel like an adult. And I also, I'm going to be honest, these kids make me feel real good because they don't treat me like I'm an adult either. They talk to me. They say hi to me. I don't know how they feel about me, but I feel like they treat me as a peer. <laughs> and they're what? I think the oldest one's like 10. They're like 8 and 10 or maybe 11. I don't know how old kids are these days. I can't ever tell that. But I was outside doing whatever. I think I was taking the trash out like a month ago because uh, it was time for the trash truck to come by the next day. So I'm out taking the trash out, and the, the, the younger boy goes, Hey, Mystic, you come over here? And I was like, Yeah, sure, kid. And so I go over to him. And him and his sister are just looking at this tree uh, in front of their house. And they're like, hey, we got a bull stuck up in the tree. You can, can you get it out? And I was like, yeah, man, I'm like twice your size. I can probably get it out. So I did. I reached up there. I can't remember if we had a stick or what happened, but got the ball out of the tree, and they were hyped. They were like, oh, yeah, baby, you got that ball out of the tree. Oh, yeah. I don't know if they were scared. Their parents were going to be like, you got that ball stuck in the tree again? Ah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, they were stoked. They said thank you, and ever since, we've been boys, man. And by that, I mean I see them like once a week. 
and they say hello to me. And that's, you know, that's good enough for me. I'd say we're friends now. But yeah, I, I don't I don't wave my fist at the neighbor kids. Oh man. The uh one side of my neighbors has the two kids that are like I both of them I'd say are in the range of like ten and twelve. But the other side neighbors, they've got a teenage boy. And let me tell you, teenage boys are always out there doing it big. They're always doing something crazy. The other day we uh Alexis is like, What are they doing? And so I look out the window and the other neighbor kid, the teenager. Him and one of his friends have this shopping cart. And it's like they took it, and you know how shopping carts are kind of tall? They've got the, the legs between the wheels and the cart. Uh, they, like, chop those off, put the wheels on, and so it was, like, real close to the ground. And then they added handlebars and stuff inside the shopping cart and extra wheels on the front, but they were, like, heavy-duty wheels. So, and they were just out in the street just cruising around. And they fell over several times because it was not stable in any way it was very uh i don't know shopping carts aren't made to have fat wheels on or take tight turns like that you fall over but yeah they were cruising man they were just dinking around in the street i also love living on a street that's uh quiet enough for the children to just be out in the street goofing around that's a beautiful thing that's where uh growing up i lived in a place like that i'd always be out on my bike just dinking around Great, man. Good time. I always tell myself, I'm going to write down what I'm going to talk about. And then I say, no, 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 no. I'll remember. My brain still works sometimes. What was I going to say? What was I going to say? What was I going to say? We saw some art. We went to brunch. Oh, man. Went and visited my boy, Chiego. Shout out, Chiego. If you're listening to this, I know you do every once in a while. So, uh, hey, how we doing? We went over, had a good old-fashioned barbecue. Uh, I saw people for the first time, like actual people I know, and I had conversations with people that I uh, that I actually know <laughs> that, uh, that aren't on the phone uh, in the first time in a while. And so it was nice seeing other people. Had a great time, fireworks, uh, there was some event going on. But the funny part to me, at the end of it, we're going to leave. We played some games. We had fun. It was like 11 p.m., which is like five hours past my bedtime. But that's okay. I'll stay up late if there's something worthwhile to do. So we're going to leave. And we go outside, and they live like a block away from the park where this event was taking place. It's a large park. I guess a lot of people showed up. We never, we didn't go. And we go outside to leave. Us and this other a uh, couple that were also there. We go to leave about 11 o'clock. Everybody's tired. And uh, there's just one billion cars in the street. They're all sitting around. They're all parked <laughs> in the street, basically. It's like a... I don't know. It's it's not like next... It's not super close to a main road. Well, there there are several roads before the main road. So you're like... Anyway, we go down the street. And there's like a three-way or a four-way intersection. And... Cars just, as far as you can see, everybody stopped. Nobody's moving at all. And it's because they've got a, nobody's trying to help anyone know what to do. And if you leave people to their own devices while they're in a car, they look at all other cars and say, that's not a real human being. That's a car. So I'm going to just do whatever I want. And so people were, and then these two guys got out of their cars and started trying to help guide traffic, you know? 
And so that started working until people were like, I'm going to sneak in. And then they were sneaking in and it was a whole disaster. If you're in a car, be nice to other people in cars. Everybody organize yourselves. I guess we, we sat and waited, thankfully, in old Chiego's house for an hour. I, I There have been times I thought about, as everyone else fell asleep, I was sitting there uh, watching the television. And I thought, you know, there were times where like waiting to get out of a concert or something where they're trying to get everybody out of there and I sit and wait for like an hour in the car just and the thing there is the th- the main thing I, I don't mind like sitting around and waiting because it's like waiting in inside of a house it was fine it was comfortable I was sitting on a couch but waiting in the car you're not you can't relax you're you're like on call you could say you're waiting to go. Everyone's kind of, everyone's irritable. It's a, it's a sad state of affairs. So I tell that story for two reasons. One, I wanted to. Two, that's a good enough reason. Three, be nice to people if you're in a car. Try to coordinate in life. It works better if we all decide to work together. In life, it's not a, it's not a one-man show. If we help other people out, it's a better time for everyone. Now, that's it. That's that story. Uh, Rated on iTunes, 1 out of 10. Just go on there, leave a comment, and say, like, 3. Kind of boring. He, he didn't have anything else to say, so that's that was it. Or, or if you loved it, you could say 9, because nothing's a 10. I love those people, by the way. I, I absolutely love that. At a previous job, it was a small business. And so the owner would always tell me, they left a four-star review. You got to go in there and call them and tell them to change it to a five-star. Offer them five bucks off or whatever, $10, I don't know. So I would, and they'd be like, uh-uh, I don't give anything a five-star because nothing's perfect. And it's like, man, I don't know. Ah! Excuse me. I would say I give things five star. I also get really hyped about a lot of stuff. I also don't like a lot of stuff. And I'm very passionate about my opinions about things, especially food, entertainment, etc. So if you, like, I don't think you're saying it's perfect. Like, if I leave a five star review, what does that entail for me? What is a five star at an anywhere? I think a five-star review, if I show up, I'd give it three times. If I can show up three times, they get my order correct, and I just have a good time. It's not, no one's screaming at anyone else. No one is, uh, it's not an uncomfortable environment. And uh, food's good. If I'm like, I'd come back, that's a five to me. That's good enough. If I would tell someone else, hey, go there, I guess that's actually it. That's the big, the big five-star moment. If I can say with no qualifications about the quality of food or, oh, if you get this or if you go on the right day or whatever, if I can say that to somebody, hey, go there, just regardless, order whatever, it'll be good, five stars. The uh, For example, the Domino's up the street from me is not a five star. I'd give it probably two stars because the man who owns the franchise, I believe, we went on Christmas Eve. It's a, a thing. We always get pizza on Christmas Eve. We show up on Christmas Eve. 
or I show up and the guy's there and he was like, thank you so much for coming in. And it's like, <laughs> you're welcome. I guess it's Domino's send the teenagers home for Christmas. But school just got out. I think I already told this story. I've told it like 10 times. I'm getting roasted now by my family about how often I tell the same story. Or I tell a story on here. I'm about to stop telling you guys stories on here. I'm talking to you, Alex. I'm talking to you. Because we were at a family event. I had not told my parents. I think my dad listens to this. Shout out, Dad. How we doing? But I was saying something. I can't remember exactly what was going on. But, oh, it was the story about Milkshake talking to the man on the street, having a good time there. And I told that story to my mother and or other family members that may not have heard it. And Alex was like, yeah, Alexis, I see why you don't listen to this, because he's just saying the same thing over and over again. And I was like, mm. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> I can't lie to anybody there. I'm just talking. That's it. I guess at the, at the end of the day, that's what this is all about. Oh, I was going to check. I don't know if I was on a, a train of thought there, but uh, I, I might have been telling a story, and then I forgot. I got sidetracked. Uh, let me know in the comments. Uh, like, comment, subscribe, and I'll move on without thinking about it. Uh, that's it. July 14th is the Happy Birthday Podcast Day. It's uh, July 14th was the day that I first uploaded uh, five episodes, it looks like. Uh, two years ago. So, what day of the week is that? July 14th is a Thursday. So we'll have to do something special for that day. I'll have to put together something for a podcast anniversary time. Uh, I guess. I don't know. Maybe I do, maybe I don't. I didn't do anything for the first one. Did I even post that day? Did I even put up a, an episode? A year out? Let's see. I took a hiatus at one point. Yeah, no, I didn't, uh, I took a big hiatus for uh, a month or two, so that's okay. That's just fine. Take a break. My, uh, that episode was even called Taking Breaks just before I took the hiatus, so, uh, take a hiatus. Hiatus, hiatus. Uh, thanks to all the people who have sent me emails. As you heard in the previous episode, we uh, read an email. I think that was two ago now. It was just such a good time that I think about it all day, every day. I think I've run dry of things to say today. I've had a good time. If you've had a good time, here's my third uh, petition to you. Like, comment, and subscribe. I actually don't care. I'm not going to say I don't care. I, I appreciate everyone's support. I appreciate anyone that interacts in any way with the show. I'm happy. I'm happy about it. I'm happy that even one person listens to this. That uh, that just brings me so much joy. That I can talk to myself in a room and people say, I listen to you, talk to yourself in a room. So thank you. Now let's get out of here, huh? Let's take off. Let's get a sandwich or something, huh? See ya. <laughs>